0: Hello, I'm Dwayne Peters with the Lupus Foundation of America, which is the founder and owner of the open access journal Lupus Science and Medicine, published by BMJ. In this program, we will be speaking with Pintip Namjanyangpong and Natakorn Pankarak Ompani with the Allergy, Immunology, and Rheumatology Unit for Bodhi Hospital, Mahito University in Bangkok, Thailand. We will discuss their article, Efficacy and Safety of Rituximab Biosimilar in Refractory Lupus, which is available online at lupus.bmj.com. Dr. Namjanyanapan, let's begin our discussion by providing some background on the aims or goals of the study, and also the reasons that you and your team wanted to conduct this study on the Rituximab Biosimilar CTP-10.
1: The aim of the study is to describe the characteristics of refractory lupus patients who received or biosimilar In this study, we use the CTP-10 and to explore the short-term efficacy and safety associated with biosimilar use in Thailand. The reason that we conduct this study is that the unmet need in the treatment of SLE. Lupus is the complex disease. They have a lot of variety, not only the clinical manifestation, but also the response of the treatment. No single regimen is fit for all patients. The the rituximab is recommended in refractory lupus in both ACR and ULA guidelines, but in Thailand, we have the universal coverage program for every people since 2002. However, rituximab have been approved indication by Thai FDA only for the non-Hodgkin lymphoma, rheumatoid arthritis, and ankyl-associated vasculitis, and the approved indication for in reimbursement for the universal coverage in Thailand is only for the non-Hodgkin lymphoma. So right now, rituximab is the off-label use in lupus patients in Thailand. It has not been approved for indication in lupus patients. In the past, cost of the originator is high up to seven thousand and five hundred US dollar. But right now, we have the biosimilar that reduced the cost of the rituximab infusion to only one thousand and two hundred US dollar per cost. So we need to demonstrate the efficacy and safety of the biosimilar of rituximab in lupus patient to show to the government. That we have the cheaper drugs for lupus patients.
0: So, what has been the history of the use of rituximab in treating lupus?
1: Rituximab is the chimeric monoclonal antibody that depleted CD20 B-cell while sparring stem cells and plasma cells. There are two randomized placebo-control trials of rituximab, lupus and lupus nephritis, so we call it explorer trial and lunar trials. Both failed to reach their primary endpoints. That's why the reason that lupus is not inserted in the indication of rituximab right now. However, observational studies of rituximab used in refractory lupus patients were promising. The use of rituximab is supported by both the EULA and ACR, guidelines for the treatment of HIV patients who are refractory to conventional immunosuppressive therapy.
0: Can you provide our listeners some background information about the CTP10 biosimilar agent you are evaluating in this study?
1: A biosimilar is a biologic product that is highly similar to an approved originator products and that have no clinically meaningful differences in safety or effectiveness. The development of biosimilar is an attempt to reduce treatment costs and to improve patient access to biologic agents, a comprehensive examination of the preclinical trial and clinical data has demonstrated the equivalence and similarity of rituximab biosimilar CTP10 to NATO for pharmacokinetics efficacy, safety, and immunogenicity. CTP10 has now been approved by EMA European Medicine Agency for all indications of rituximab originator why the US FDA has approved CTP-10 for the early indication of non-Hodgkin lymphoma? The CTP-10 is the first rituximab biosimilar in Thailand that have been approved used for a few years ago. The CTP-10 is developed from Celgene in South
0: Korea. Dr. Gompani, please describe the cohort that you used for your study and how you went about selecting the subjects to be included in your analysis.
2: We retrospectively retrieved data from the electronic medical records of SLE patients who commenced rituximab biosimilar therapy in Ramathibodi Hospital, Mahidon University, Bangkok, Thailand between April 2018 and June 2019. Patients with SLE according to the 2012 SLEC criteria age 16 or over refractory to treatment defined as failure of at least one immunosuppressant commenced a neurobiological therapy with rituximab biosimilar, CTP10, and follow-up at least six months were included. Patients who previously received any biologic agent within one year or were diagnosed overlapping with other rheumatic diseases except secondary Sjogren syndrome were excluded from the study. Demographic data, laboratory data, disease activity, steroid, and immunosuppressive agents used were retrospectively recorded at baseline and six months after the first infusion of Rituximab by OSIMILAR.
0: Next, can you please highlight how the study was structured and the definitions or standards you used to arrive at your conclusions?
2: Overall response was defined as a reduction in the modified, say, day two case score of at least four. Response by specific organ was defined as at least 50% improvement of that organ. According to the Responder Index, 50 definitions for a specific organ that was not mentioned in the Responder Index such as transverse myelitis. Response was defined as a significant improvement, more than 50% of initial diseases based on clinical judgment.
0: So what were the results of your study? What did you learn from the analysis of your data?
2: A total of 32 patients were enrolled in this study. 90% were female and the main, mean age was 37 years. The most common organ woman was lupus nephritis, 13 patients. The overall response was achieved in 25% of the patients at six months. The median modified stay two case score reduced from four at baseline to one at six months. Total response according to specific organ was 72%, much higher than the overall response number. In patients with lupus nephritis, proteinuria was significantly decreased from baseline four grams per day to one gram per day at six months for the safety. Immediate infusion reaction was observed in three patients, nine percent. One patient was flushing, two patients experienced skin pruritus. No severe infusion reactions were observed. During six months, infections were noted in six patients and were severe in four patients, 13%. Acute pyelonephritis and cytomegalovirus infection were the two most common infections. Two patients had multiple infections, resulting in one death. The median time of the, the occurrence of infections in all infected patients was Thirty-six days after rituximab or infusion.
0: Doctor Pong and our company, are there any findings from your study that you feel are particularly important for our listeners to understand?
2: The OR response in this study was achieved in only 25% of the patients. However, 72% of patients reached specific organ response, which comparable with rituximab originator for specific. Rituximab biosimilar display promising effects in neuropsychiatric SLE with 100% clinical response. Renal response was 62%, comparable with previous studies of rituximab originator. Moreover, rituximab biosimilar might be used as a steroid-sparing drug demonstrated by reducing the median dose of prednisolone from 20% to 10 milligrams per day. The severe infections were slightly higher than the previous studies of rituximab originator.
0: Were there any limitations that we should note for our listeners?
2: Our study possesses some limitations. First of all, the study's design is retrospective. The sample size in this study is relatively small, only 32 patients. Moreover, This study have only reported short-term outcome of six months. The limitation of the modified slide 2K instrument used in our study is that it cannot distinguish features of clinical activity that are only partly improved from those that have not changed. The index also missed out some clinical features that were the main indication for rituximab biosimilar infusion. This might explain the relatively low number of OR respond in our study.
0: Dr. Namjanyan Yampan, what was the primary conclusion about the study's findings that listeners should know? Do your findings have any implications for future research in this area?
1: Our findings demonstrate that rituximab biosimilar achieved significant efficacy and acceptable safety profile in refractory lupus. The results are comparable to rituximab originator studies. We need a prospective cohort study, larger study, and longer follow-up duration for the long-term efficacy and safety of rituximab biosimilar in lupus.
0: Can you also highlight some of the important results regarding specific organ systems?
1: Because lupus is very variety clinical manifestation, and right now the disease activity measurement in lupus is not cover all the activity in lupus patients. They cover just only the common manifestation in lupus. For the exceptional patients who had the rare manifestation, for example, the NPSLE, the transferred myelitis, or even the. Organic Brain Syndrome in lupus is highly efficacious in
0: the treatment
1: of rituximab biosimila.
0: Dr. on Pani, your thoughts?
2: I think it's very important and interesting that in neuropsychiatric SLE rituximab biosimila really works. In our study, it includes the manifestation of seizure, transverse myelitis, peripheral neuropathy, organic brain syndrome, lupus headache. And also some uh, rare manifestation such as coagulation factor inhibitor in one patient. It is also worked with rituximab biosimilar.
0: Well, this has been a very interesting discussion, and I want to thank you both for speaking with us about your article, Efficacy and Safety of Rituximab Biosimilar in Refactory Lupus, that is published in the open access journal Lupus Science and Medicine. It is available online for free at lupus.bmj.com. Our guests have been Pintip Namjanyangpong and Nantakarn Pongkarak Ompani with the Allergy, Immunology, and Rheumatology Unit for Bodhi Hospital, Mahito University in Bangkok, Thailand. For Lupus Science and Medicine and BMJ, I'm Dwayne Peters with the Lupus Foundation of America. Thank you for listening.